today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Boy, it just never, it just keeps going on with uh, the PC party and, of course, what's happening with the upcoming election in Ontario as, uh, of course, uh, the NDP and the Liberals and the Conservatives get together or uh, get ready, rather, to fight uh, an election coming up in June. Uh, Should the next leader of the Ontario PCs fight against carbon taxes? You might remember that uh, Patrick Brown, in part of his platform, said uh, that he was uh, open to carbon taxing. Uh, Christine Van Gein, Canadian Taxpayers Federation Ontario Director, thinks otherwise. She is with us now. Christine, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Thanks for having me. So what are your thoughts on this? The way you see it, the PCs have to scrap this? Yeah, absolutely. With the departure of Patrick Brown, um, there's an opportunity to get rid of the old platform uh, as well as the old leader. So when Patrick Brown announced after he won the leadership that he was going to be bringing in a carbon tax, uh, it was really, really unpopular with the, the, the PC party membership. It's an unpopular policy in Ontario. We did a poll on the policy last year, and we found that uh, voters are 58% less likely to support a candidate who wants a carbon tax in the style of the, the brown uh, slash Trudeau carbon tax. So um, it's distasteful among among voters as well as PC party members. So uh, I think it's important to drop that strategy. And uh, it's a strategy that would cost a huge amount of money if, if it was brought into Ontario. The federal carbon tax would cost uh, $5.1 billion a year by 2022. Uh, we certainly don't know know how everybody feels about the current platform that was put forth by Patrick Brown, but uh, the party has alluded to that most of it would stay in place. Doug Ford has alluded that he would tweak the carbon tax, whatever that means. I'm not sure we've heard from uh, uh, Caroline Mulroney or Christine Elliott in regard to this, but that being said, Christine, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, uh, in polling, the party is still out ahead of the Liberals despite uh, the inconsistency in the party right now and what's happened with Patrick Brown and such, and, and obviously the, the charge for a new leader, uh, despite all of that, they are still out in front. So why would they hamper with the, pol- why would they hamper with, uh, the policy that, that still seems to be uh, polling well? I actually don't think that the carbon tax policy is polling well. As no, I but said. I mean, I, I think the whole, I think the whole platform with the PCs is, and that's a part of it. Well, so so why right would you why would you cut it out and send it south? That's just because it's the right thing to do. I mean, yeah. we don't need a policy that's going to cost taxpayers five point one billion dollars a year that does nothing to achieve the climate change objectives that it purports to uh, be designed to impact. Um, that that will hamper the Ontario economy. That's why they should get rid of it. It's not just about electoral success, although uh, opposing a carbon tax would is politically popular. It's also because it's the right thing to do. So in your opinion, what do you think the PCs should do moving forward heading into the next election? How do they, what sort of policy do they put out in regard to climate change and this whole issue? So I think what they need to do on on the carbon tax, and keep in mind the carbon tax is wholly unrelated to climate change. The carbon tax does nothing to impact climate change. Absolutely nothing at all. Um, What they need to do is... What does the carbon tax do then? It generates a tremendous amount of revenue for the government to use and spend on uh, priorities that they see fit, and the way. But are the, usually, but are, are directed towards fighting climate change. No, 
I mean, not necessarily. So right now, the provincial government in Ontario has cap and trade, which is a different sort of designed carbon tax, mm-hmm. and they spend that money on things like subsidies for hundred thousand dollar cars, like these Tesla cars. You can get a huge subsidy if you want to buy a, a Tesla, because obviously, you know, you need. You need a $5,000 subsidy if you're buying a $100,000 car. But you can also um, get the same subsidy for, you know, a rabbit my, uh, or a golf, rather. My, my buddy yeah, you, mine you bought can, a golf. And, you yeah, know. you can get subsidies for, for less expensive cars as well. But the question is, is that how that revenue should be spent? Should right. we be spending um, taxpayers' money helping millionaires buy luxury cars? I would say no. Mm. Um, the other thing... I don't is know. My buddy's not a million... My, my buddy that bought... And again, I'm playing devil's advocate here, Christine, but my buddy that bought the golf, he's, he's not a million. No, but I mean, maybe we should remove it for the $100,000 car, right, or the $150,000 car. Yeah, I see your point there. Um, the, the, the provincial liberals are also using this money from the cap-and-trade tax to um, pay for school repairs, something that they should already have been using um, out, of the, out of the regular budget, not mm. bringing in new taxes to do. So they're really spending money that they already should have committed out of the existing budget, out of existing tax revenues, to important projects for Ontario, not not as this kind of um, bonus revenue that they're just squeezing more out of Ontarians for. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.